special special guest today dj what's happening what's happening what's happening man man always a pleasure man uh illinois alone you know glad to have you here uh i'm down here in south carolina on a rainy day what's uh what's going on on y'all land chilling man chilling man what's going on what you doing it's a beautiful day over here where you at? Where you at? Cause I'm in town. I'm in the town. Oh, okay. I'm about I'm to say, girl, right now. I don't know where you at. You might be in Vegas one day, you know, right. yeah, on moving, the East I'm Coast, when West Coast. Got you, got you. What's up? Where you at, Ish? Shit, you know I'm in Atlanta. I'm chilling, bro, at the crib. I ain't got nothing going on. How long, how long you been down there? It's year five, right here. You been down there for five years? Ain't that crazy, bro? Five years. I've seen that long. You've been down there five years. It don't seem that long, but he's like native that. now. Hey, you know how? He, hey, you know how you're native? We go to the airport. We going out to Denver. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm like, we about to grab breakfast. I'm like, all right, I'm about to go grab a smoothie or something. He like, I'm about to go to Popeyes, grab a two piece. It's ten in the morning. Right, <laughs> hey, you grabbing a two piece and a biscuit at ten in the morning? He like, yeah, bro, it's the south, bro. Like, you said oh, from yeah. where? You said from where? Popeyes. Popeyes at the airport. <laughs> why? Why you go to? Why you go to uh, in the airport? Yeah. <laughs> why you going to? Why you? Go, why you going to Popeyes in Atlanta? You know how chicken places it is on there. Oh man, hey, bro, it was in the airport, bro. Anywhere you can get it, man. They probably, they probably, they probably taxing in there too. Oh, what? That shit was worth it though. Probably ten dollars for for a two piece. Two piece and a Hell biscuit, boy. For the ten, <laughs> it was. Yeah, I told you. They gonna hit you over the head in the airport. Boy, you already know. You already know. And we gonna yeah, hop man. right into it though, man. Uh, you know, shoot, you uh first team All State junior year, man. Like, I wasn't playing in, in the city growing up, and, and you went to Maryland, so you was you was like four years ahead of me. So like, when I was coming in, you was going to Central. So mm-hmm. like, I, you know what I'm saying? We always, I I never played with you or against you, but we always heard about you. But like, how was it playing in the city at that time? Man, it was great, especially like my around my junior year time. That's when like it was the recruiting stuff for myself was really busting. I was um already committed to the University of Illinois. So I had already had that buzz of already committed. So I was already good on the fact of, you know, being committed to a school. I knew where I was gonna go. But my main thing was just finishing up with my grades, you know what I'm saying? And then just trying to, you know, trying to get like the McDonald's All American and, you know, just try to get as many accomplishments as I could, you know, before I graduated. So um, it was just crazy, man. It's like it's it's just that's probably one of the funnest times high school because you have all these recruit like you know just being an open gym and seeing some of these head coaches that you see on TV right. sitting in an open gym there to watch right. you. You know, and Ishmael being my teammate, you know he was there. It, it was times where six, seven coaches from from high yeah. major colleges to sitting in our open gym crazy, in the summertime bro. just watching us. So you know, it was it was, it was a great pro- yeah, it was a great it was it was definitely great. It was, the recruiting was probably the funnest part of basketball in high school. Well. Yeah, uh, what what would it have meant to uh you know you obviously w- went on to win at Finley but like what would it have meant to win at in Peoria? I wanted to stay. I wanted to stay in Peoria, but you know I know the decision to go out to Vegas was more important. You know, so right. like that, that I had to take the um, you know me and my really me and my um, my parents we came together with the decision to you know make the trip and do it. So. I remember it was it was a big thing too when you left. Oh man, the bro. City, the city, like, the city, nobody the city. really ever did it like that before and like you you man. know what I'm saying you was one of the top shooting guards in the nation so like for you to just leave like that everybody knew what was going on, you feel me? So like it was it was in your better interest so like but it was just crazy like dang, he going out to Vegas to do a big the city was hating me. First one though, I was I set the first trend of going to a prep school. So you know what I'm saying? Just like in any yeah. business you do, bro. Like if you do something different than a lot of people that's older than you, they gonna look at it differently. And of course they're gonna say something like even in the music, you know what I'm saying? Like when 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 like Soldier Boy first came out with just you in and that's how change start changing music. Like sure. he took all that heat, you know what I'm saying? Cause he was yeah. the first one to do it. So right. with me being the first one to do it from I, mean, I, I heard it from all the old heads. I already know, like, bro. Like not all of them, but, it, but like you know, because a, a lot of them but, reached out. But but the thing about it was, as a teammate, like we already knew, bro. We wouldn't. There was no. There was no yeah. ill will. We didn't have a problem. Like we understood what was going on. It's a. It's always a bigger goal, bro. Like we we hoop. You know what I'm saying? This is what we mm-hmm. do it for. We always mm-hmm. we were looking to make it to the next level. So watching mm-hmm. you, bro. Like and I and I tell a lot of people, if you weren't there, 
you it's almost hard for you to even be able to understand, bro. Like in the summer times, I used to tell people summer times at AAU, bro, a lot of people never got to see that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like seeing no, you play, I was it was a man. whole nother player, yeah, bro. Like, so yeah, was it's, it was, it's it was, it's so like, it and so like, when people, shit. and people were asking like, yo, how good was he? If you weren't on the circuit and you weren't there to witness it, bro, mm-hmm. like it was a body of game. Literally, yeah, I was, was, a body I was number game. one in the state. I was the number one in the state of Illinois probably for like um, two years and a half, like consistently without nobody else being number one. I was Almost three one. years, bro. Almost, Almost three, three years. Three straight years up. Yeah. And oh, I came out of bro. nowhere because um, I always say this, man. It's your cousin. Shouts out John Tell Lindsay. John Tell Lindsay, his dad, um, he got the two best players out of Peoria at the time. It was me and John Tell Lindsay. He took us to, um, we went to Bloomington for an all-star game practice. And I actually made the team, and he didn't. You know what I'm saying? And we went to Chicago. That's my play against Michael Jordan's son. So being from, Peor- being, being from Peoria, Illinois, bro, I was the only one that dunked in the eighth grade. And it was like, uh, uh, it, you know, we played Von Steuben in our dunks. So I get up to Chicago. I see Michael Jordan son up here doing windmills in the eighth grade. Boy. Seeing dude, 6'6", six, six, wingman. We ain't had that in Peoria in middle school. You know what I'm saying? And I went up there and scored 30 points, bro, and that's what put me on the map, bro. I went from not, like, being known locally, Springfield, Bloomington. I had this one tournament um, in Chicago. I got co-MVP with Marcus Jordan, bro. I went from, like, not being known to, like, 13th in the state. So, and then Man, after bro. that, going into high school. I was going yeah. into high school. So, I started off at 13th, and then it was just I went to number one so quick. It just, just it was crazy. Summer. I was a... How was that transition when you got from the eighth grade to going straight into your freshman year and you you playing varsity? It's a whole nother level of physicality. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? You know how was that that transition? I mean, thanks to the old heads because they was like, you know, you got you had the seniors that was that was tough defenders. You had Mike Perkins, Ab, all you know, they was real good. They was right. great, real good defenders. Oh, yeah. And then oh, you yeah. got like players that was old, like some of the best players in Peoria when I was coming up was still active and playing. You know, the Frank Williams, the A.J. Guyton, Marcellus was still at Bradley. Yeah. You got, like, Danny Ruffins. They, these guys are not even at their best yet. You know, they Bobby still... Bobby Anderson. They Ooh. still got that chip on their shoulder. You know, Erickson Ooh. Beck, A.J. Guyton, Ooh. like, our open gyms used to be crazy, dude. And crazy. then we have the best crazy. players from Peoria. Yeah, every player from Peoria that was coming out of eighth grade, because we probably had one of the best classes, bro. Everybody was coming to our open gym. Oh nine had a oh nine had a tough class, bro. And 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 not to get off the topic, but a lot of people don't. Mm -hmm. A lot of people forget because because you know, you took off so majorly. Jontel was tight. You know what I mean. Jontel was Mm -hmm. right there. You know what I mean. He was getting buckets. You had you Jontel. You had Darikus. You had Kendall. You had Paris Gully. You had um, who else was in your class coming in the central day? I'm just talking at central. You know what Uh, I mean? On that as freshmen. Didn't Marius come in too with y'all? Yeah, or is he him. here before you? Well, he man, was, bro, he that, here before me, but Kesey, man, man, that class at Central, Coach Ruff has so much talent to deal with. I don't know how he was able to even balance see, it. Like, he see, has so he, much see, talent coming in. What people don't understand is Coach Ruff, my freshman year, with all that talent coming in, was Coach Ruff's second year as a head coach. Man, he had, that's he right. Had my the, brother. That's right. The yeah. push it. So it was kind of like hard for him, like, you know, being able to get a highly talented freshman coming in as me. Like, I was coming in, a lot of people, like, I had a lot of people say stuff. And with him being his second year as a head coach and all the talent, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can see, like, teams like Calipari, like, with, like these big teams with all these talent coming in. But he'd been mm-hmm. doing it for so long, you know what I'm saying? Like, he, he was able to put those, the best talented players and yeah, let them know been how around to the game for so long. You know long. what I'm saying? So... It was it was easier for him to be able to um, you know get those players to work together and rough you know you see when it happened when Woodruff came together with Central what happened they won a championship won. so yeah yep. so yeah so that shout out to Coach Ruff man he you can see that shout out to Coach Ruff yeah, he was one of those coaches I didn't I wasn't able to appreciate until I got older and I and I and I really do because he he instilled that that mental toughness into you it was a different mm-hmm. our practices I tell people that was some of the hardest practices I ever go to. Like uh, Coach Ruff, runs. it was no joke. Uh, them runs, Coach Ruff was no joke, man. If you weren't there, you just don't understand, yeah. bro. Yeah. Yeah. Look at the conditioning. Coach Ruff conditioning oh wasn't playing around. You know what I'm saying? Like he weights. built us. Come, yeah, weights coming in from from eighth grade to to ninth grade. The uh, like it's like 
the part, my, my muscles and stuff, the new muscles I was using that I never, you know, like, when you start using that new new muscle, I don't know, man. It, it was just like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how can <laughs> I hoop muscle. like this? Like, how can I hoop like this and my arms like this? Like, for you know, real. You, you know when you come out man. the room and everything. Man, man you I, come out, like, you can't shoot. You out here like, ah, everything's short, bro. How am man. I supposed to hoop like this? That's all. So, like, how am I supposed to hoop like this? Arms and he didn't heavy, care. Legs heavy. Can't so, dunk. Man. And then can't we got to come out and then we got to come out here and play against the AJ guy and all these type of dudes and hold our ground coming out the way. And they busting your ass. They And they're like, I'm coming at you just like that. Look, like, it's look, not, they didn't they take it easy. No there was none. No Bobby Anderson, they used to bust our ass, boy. Look, I'm I, telling you. Look, I, got, I got some major arguments with AJ. <laughs> hey, yeah. I was going like, I'll I never young, forget. But I, I never forget. you back. You know what I'm saying? It just. I was young, bro. I'm, I, I'm still <laughs> humble. I'm always going to be humble. I never talk like I let somebody else start talking. I remember okay. one day I started, my team was winning the whole damn open gym. And um, I didn't say I was killing AJ or nothing like that. We was winning. You know what I'm saying? I was scoring. And he was kind of mad that people was letting me do what I wanted because I was going, you know, I was playing pretty good in the open gyms. Man, AJ got to saying, he ain't nothing. Push him left. Uh. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'll never forget that yeah, open gym, bro. No, I'll never forget my, that open gym, bro. That I'm shit was wild. Head, like, I'm thinking in my head, like, I'm, I'm coming fresh out of eighth grade into my freshman year. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking, like, man, this is the AJ guy, and this is the NBA. Why is he talking to me like this? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's I'm still out there on the court, head of my business, but I'm like, man, like, you know what I'm saying? So, but I think the craziest thing is I seen AJ guy do that same thing to Sean Livingston. So that's yeah. where, when I started getting older, I started realizing, too, like, he was only doing that to, you know, push us. And, you know, we're going to have to know how to hit, um, handle adversity when it hits. So, yeah. um, you know, that that was something I learned a lot from, learned from him, you know, coming from eighth grade into ninth. You, uh, you, you committed in 07 uh, early. I did. It was 07. Was it 07? You was early, bro. You committed yeah, early. You committed early, It's bro. on the record as 07. So yeah, you, you, you know what I'm saying? Early. You committed about two years early, or you know, a year and a half early. Yeah, uh, right before you my have, junior year started. Would you have mm-hmm. uh, changed anything about that as far as would you have committed so early? Um, yeah, my mom might get mad at me for saying this, though. <laughs> <laughs> I came home. I came home. I came home one day. I said, this is when I was playing great in the summertime and stuff. Hey, I came to my mom. I said, I want to go to Virginia. I came home and told her. I said, I want to go to Virginia. Yeah. Ooh. And she was like, Ooh. you know, that's far. We ain't going to come to the <laughs> ain't going to yeah. see you. We want to see you and yeah. all this type of stuff. So, um, we, so weeks and stuff started going by and stuff. I, um, so my dad was like, look, you should try to go down to U of I. Because I wasn't really taking visits like that. You know what I'm saying? Because I was AAU. I was coming back to the crib, working on my game, bro. Only thing I did was basketball, bro. Basketball, basketball. My dad was like, just go down to U of I, you know, take an unofficial visit, go down there and just see how it is. Right. Now, I went down to U of I for, for three or four days. My dad took me down like a Monday, came uh, a Friday, picked me up on a Monday. As soon as my dad came and picked me up, as soon as I got in the car, got on the highway, I said, Dad, I want to commit. <laughs> <laughs> just like that. That's how I went. That's how I went. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. I, you know, I should have took more. I think I should have took more college visits. That's what uh, I don't think I, I I don't regret. So you had cut it off after that. You ain't you yeah, ain't. I I was done. I said, look, so, the, you know, the crowd may I look. Next question: If you had any, they had the, whole, they had the whole state. It's the whole state of Illinois yeah. making you feel like you just the, the king. You know, yeah. so like oh, this yeah. is my home state. Like, you know, so my home state. You know, they 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 really like. You know, they 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 played a big part. And then um, another thing is when I went down there, Jamar Smith was down there still. Sure. Jamar was. Smith was still down there, and you know that's my cousin. So it's like, man, I want to play with you because I want to be on the same team, and, and I would love to be on the same team with you, bro. Like this, this that'll be a dream or something I would, you know, always wanted to do. And he told me something. He told me something that that I tell all the recruits that I was having um, when I was at U of I. He was like, "Cuz I would love to play on the same team as you, but whatever decision you choose to make, you know, what I'm saying that's on you." I would love to play on the same team with you, <laughs> but you know, at the end of the day, do what's best to make do what's best to make you happy. Wow. So, 
That's for um, sure. That's for sure. But, yeah, but plus I got in trouble, so but I had still stayed, um, you know, dedicated to my, um, you know, where I was committed to. Would you yeah. have? Uh, would you? Was there any like skepticism with going to Finley like in their third year? Because they had opened up in like '06, so like you going there mm-hmm. that was like their third year, and uh, so like was. Was you like worried about going there or anything, or like you know, or you, you knew what you was going there to do? No, I was hyped. Yeah, I was. Mm. I was telling. I was telling my OG. They was like, we got. It was like something like New Hampshire, uh, Maine, Iowa, Rhode Island. As soon as they said Vegas, we got. Uh, <laughs> ain't nothing like, talk about. I ain't want to go to Maine. I wasn't going to hey, Rhode Island. Up. I'm going to Vegas. Vegas. I don't know. I'm not going up the New York area. I'm going out west. So, Did you know your teammates before going in? Did you know those were going to be your teammates, or was that something you found out once you got there? Um, it's it, it was kind of like it was like kind of like chipping away. It was kind of like so. Um, I signed. Uh, I think Corey Joseph was. I think Corey Joseph had signed before me. Corey Joseph had signed. He was like the biggest name to sign. He was a year under me. And then I signed. And then we have Victor Rudd. He have a big resume overseas. Real mm-hmm. great player. To me personally, he's probably the best um, all-around player. And he was 6'7", can do everything, bro. Like Victor Rudd, mm-hmm. right. hops everything. Shoot, drive, defend. Um, you know, Avery Bradley, of course, he came. He signed after after me. So um, it, it's like uh, I really didn't know too, too many of my teammates because they was like started like some younger players. And we only had 10 yeah. players. I didn't know any player personally, but I knew players off of strength and names because, like, most of the players, on, everybody on the team was almost ranked top in the country. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I was, like, top. At that time, when I first went, I was, like, top 40 in the country at this time. And, right. um, you know, Corey was top, you know, one of the top point guards. Avery was, like, number 17. He ended the, in the, in, uh, he ended the year number one on ESPN. So, you know, we had, uh, we had a, yeah, we had a lot of Did you have uh, Tristan that year, too? Yeah, but he didn't come to the team until the end. He came, okay. he got in mm. a situation, and he came from a team like in New Jersey area, and he came like towards the end of the season. So, you know, he we, he wasn't there the whole season, but we still was undefeated before he got there. Okay. But, uh, dude, dude was so cold. Like, like it's crazy when you look at players <laughs> in the NBA, and you see yeah. how they played in high school, and then you just see them just accept their role. Like It's a whole dude, nother game, bro. It's dude, a whole like, thing. Dude was cold, man. He was getting rebounds, pushing it. Left like one end to other, you know. A little guard tried to reach, he had spin on him, finger roll. Tristan was like that back. in high school, bro. Tristan was like, was like that in high school. He was bro. like that he, at yeah, Texas he too. Like he was, he like, was that. like that at Texas for that one year. That was he was there? Nice. Was, was he there for the Oak Hill game when y'all beat Oak Hill? Yeah, because that was at the that was the championship. The craziest thing is that game was so funny because like I had this mentality like even though I was cool with all these dudes on the team on Oak Hill, I didn't want to talk to these dudes. Right. Like the day before the game, like because like Tristan know a lot of them because like he in the New York area, they are from bigger cities. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's like when um they in a hotel, Tiny Gallon, a lot of players that play on Kentucky, uh they they tiny big tiny gallon, he goofy, he wanna be freestyling the day before the night of the championship. No, I'm mm-hmm. in my room. I need this ring, you know what I'm saying? I need that tr- yeah. I need the championship, you know what I'm saying? So I wasn't playing no games. Yeah, man. It was like it was rapping and stuff. And I didn't even want to talk to him. Y'all my homies, but I didn't mm. even want to talk to him the night before the uh, championship. Mm. Uh-huh. And that's how it was. We came out there and won. Straight up. Came out there and won. Yeah, but it was, it, it, it was great, man. I, I love prep, prep school. I, I feel like it changed me. It changed me as a uh, maybe more mature going into college. Um, I was living out there. Like, we're, like we're as far as like your house, as far as your housing. Uh, we had a $500,000 house. Oh, we all live in the same house. <laughs> we all live in the same house. The fridge. Oh, the Juco lives in the basement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no way. Ain't hey, no, no, hey, no way. Look, you should be complaining. Man, what? <laughs> oh, what? Yeah. Look, you should be complaining right. and killing in practice. Look, man, I'm, 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 I'm trying to get up out of there. The I'm trying to get to the university, but that's man, crazy. Look, the five hundred thousand, that's crazy. Yeah, they, Vegas, they kept man. the refrigerator. They kept the refrigerator stock too. But my coach, Coach Peck, Michael Peck, is probably one of my favorite coaches of all time because not only by how he was able to, like, like we were just talking about having all that talent on one team, 
and mm. being able to, you know, go the whole season 33 and no win championship. But this guy will get you ready to kill a, a lion with your bare hands before the game starts. Mm-hmm. That's how he gets you prepared. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We in the locker room and he giving us like these talks, like, man, we finna go out here and go crazy. Like and 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 having that coach like that, man, that made us like he used to put that like that lion in our heart before we went out there on the court. Yeah. Every game, every game, every what? game, he give us a speech where we all be ready to go out there and, and feel like we finna get ready to go fight against some lions. Yeah, no, that's yeah, crazy. Bro. Y'all went, y'all, y'all went perfect that year. Y'all went what thirty three and zero that year total. Yeah, our, def- our defense was crazy. Our stupid, is everybody. The, cra- the craziest <laughs> thing is this. The craziest thing is this. Avery Bradley was our best player on the team. I was no cap, bro. How great his defense is, bro. I was locking cats. Yeah. My defense, oh, yeah. bro. I don't care about offense. I I can know I can score, but bro, I think my defense get overlooked. Most definitely, oh, for sure. I think my defense overlooked. Once you got to U of I, people started to know. Once you got to U of I, they started to take notice for sure. They, they knew where it was, did. bro. They did. They did. I think my right, defense listen. did get overlooked though, from a lot of um, like scouts and stuff, like you know. Because you was dunking on everybody yeah. still. Yeah. <laughs> you was putting them in the back. And a lot of people in the city didn't get a chance to see that. When we played high school basketball, like, we had some tough games. But a lot of people didn't get to see the guy who was putting people on posters, like, every other every other day. You know what I mean? See, because, like, AAU, AAU in high school, like, I feel like it was more different because when I was playing AAU, I feel like I was able to, like I said, Coach Ruff was still young. You know what I'm saying? He was learning. He was still, you know, he had a lot of, AAU is more like, huh, let DJ Richardson get the ball. Do you go get loose, play basketball? And, yeah. you know, I just feel like I was just too structured when I was at Central. You know, We were all so young trying to figure right. out how to, we were still trying to figure out our games and what we were able to do, you know, right. And so he was like still trying to keep that tradition where at Central it's defense first at all mm-hmm. times. That's right. it. The first thing we do when we hop on the floor is slides. You know blocks. what I'm saying? Like we blocks. Can do nut blocks. Oh my <laughs> god, the blocks! And then the suicide before at the end of the practice. Come on, man. Like so that and that's what they taught. Like so, talk to me about that. You 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 go to Findlay and then you leave and you go to the University of Illinois. You play for Bruce Weber. How was that transition? Mm-hmm. Um. Like I said, it was it was kind of like I had a I had a step on a lot of freshmen because our practices um, and the things that we did uh, at prep school, like mile run, like I still hold like the, I think I'm like number one, got the number one over there at Finley Prep with the mile run. I did like five minutes or something, five oh two or something like that. It's still on the wall. I hate, I hate it running with this dude at practice. So hold on, let's, let's talk about that real quick because you, I used to hate that on a side note. Bro, when Coach Ruff used to make us do that mile run up, up Nebraska, bro, he would beat everybody. <laughs> I mean, he, yeah. But see, he set the standard. So Coach Ruff assumed if DJ could do it in this time, then you should be able to run it in this same time. Yeah, I'm like, so he, he used to match my time with everybody. I used to kill it. I, bro, look, he'd take I off. Say, Took off bro. I ain't say, y'all, <laughs> look, sometimes I'd be with a few people that's quick. Man, look, I'm out. It's um, hot outside. It's a summertime. Man. It's like a 30, 30 minute run. I'm Jesus. not. This is thirty minutes. I remember I'm I used out. to be because I live around the corner. I used to live on Sheridan, so I used to drive past. I used to be seeing y'all run right there by Vonnie's. The <laughs> this man's he a bug though. Coach Ruff bogus for trailing us in his truck. Yeah. Come on, cheating. <laughs> his glasses are past you. He wait for everybody hit that little block in the corner. Yeah, I'm already almost at the school by the time he over here trying to find the dudes in the back. Yeah, man. I had, to, I had to talk about that for a quick second. But yeah, yeah but Coach Weber. Back, how was back that, into though? it though, but like Coach Weber, you know, it, it was it was it was a blessing playing for Coach Weber, you know what I'm saying? Because he showed me a different um like that like offense wise, like that motion was different. I was able to uh come off a lot of screens. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. um, I played a lot he, of minutes as a freshman too. So he coached you for what three years? Yeah, he had three me for three. But you know, I used to love playing for Coach uh, Coach Weber, man. It's like a, a lot of these a lot of these coaches different. You know, it's hard to kind of explain because like every single coach, you know, got their own ways of teaching basketball. You know what I'm saying? Then they got their own type of trainer that they want to bring in. 
So it's like every trainer is different. Like this trainer might believe in like he one of the ones that we had in Illinois with three years. Um, we was mainly focused on a lot of balance. I didn't know how important balance was right. until I was with under Bruce Weber. I'd have had different coach, John Gross. Especially being um, a shooter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that, 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 those two things, they focus on a lot of different things. Like um, in the summertime, Coach Weber was more focused on, he felt like if we do more stuff together as a team, we would get better as a team. Yeah. Coach Gross, Coach Gross looked at it as, if everybody get better individually, the team will get better. Right. Okay. So, I understand that. I can understand that. So, because he feel like if every player right, you gotta get do 1% your job. better, exactly. Every player get one percent better, it's gonna make the team better. Like everything yeah. we do don't have to be like. So, I did like the one on one because with, with Coach Gross, I feel like it was more like I I more feel like it was like NBA type because it was just me, yeah, the assistant coach. And two managers. That's yeah. it. 30 minutes, yeah. 45 minutes, you know, just all skill work, ball handling. With more like coach, uh, cause you know McClain was there yeah. too for three years. So it was right, more right, like right. he was more hard nosed. Like it's summertime, oh, yeah. they want you to more leave out that it was like more of a mental toughness thing. And, mm-hmm. and and beating and beating it for mental toughness. And I feel like gross is more like developing your skills. Okay. So that's why I, Get, like really got from both uh, both of the coaches and coaching staff like it was more like were you up? one of those players that like uh like coming off screens and ha- being set up or like did you like creating for yourself and you know breaking down your defender well i was a slasher at high school you know what I'm right saying? i went to i went to college and you know i ain't gonna cap like i'm gonna keep it funky i'm like i'm done now like you know what i'm saying like i lost confidence in bar handling like that's what, <laughs> you know that's one thing i can say like you know yeah it's like I lost a lot of confidence in ball handling and, you know, in part of the offense, it wasn't like break your man down, go to the basket whenever. It wasn't none of that. I mean, it's not say it wasn't none of that, but that wasn't our offense. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then McCammy was, was like a junior, you know, had a lot of, you know, um, eyes on him, uh, trying to go to the lead yeah. and stuff. So being uh, a freshman, me. I was just kind of just playing my role. Like, you know, I played my role. I mean, I'm 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 a re- I'm fresh in here, bro. I, can't, I ain't got power to be able to pull strings and – you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, and do all this type of stuff, like, but you know, I just played my role, and, right? You know, well, I, I mean, I played a great role. I did a great job. A lot of people asked why I didn't go to the NBA uh, that, after that freshman year, but he would understand that freshman year. I should have, I should have still put my name in there, but the freshman year class was packed, bro. It was, yeah, it was, you know, it was. They had, they, they had Daniel Orton from Kentucky go number thirtieth pick or thirty first pick, averaging three points and three rebounds a game. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Yeah. So, so, so you get Big Ten Freshman of the Year. You know how mm-hmm. was that? How was that? How was that feeling? Then you going into your yeah. sophomore year. How was that? How was that feeling? Dude, I worked for that. That that oh, freshman yeah. year, man. It, I put so much work in the practice and stuff. Dude, every drill, like like we talking about conditioning. I was winning everything. I was man a conditioning conditioning beast. Like, dude, I was just make sure I was first. I was making mm-hmm. sure I go the hardest in practice. Like, dude, mm-hmm. it's just like going as hard where you feel like. You gotta talk to yourself like, man, this ain't nothing. Like, yeah. if you ain't got that inside of you, bro, like that, like you ain't gonna, you know, that's what really. And I had that behind a lot of players, bro. Like when people see, not saying I was like the best, the killer mentality, Kobe Black Mumble mentality. I'm talking about just like that extra, that third gear. Like when people be yeah. like, oh, I know that's it. I'm gonna give up here. I know that's. I just know I got a third gear, and I know mm-hmm. at that third gear, that's it. Because I know I rarely get to that second. It was for me. It was just like. I know I got a fourth. I know I got a fifth. I know I got a sixth. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just always how I've been, bro. And that, that, that motor, yourself. that drive, I always push myself. I didn't need nobody to push me. Right. Because I push myself, so. They had you and uh and Brandon Paws the as the best back backcourt, not named John Wall and uh and Eric Bledsoe at the time. We was two. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Nice, so bro. I mean we like so nice. how was it how how was that tandem playing with Brandon Paul? We had look. They had the number one. They had the number one recruiting class in the country. We was number two. It was uh, it was it was John Wall, Demarcus Cousins, Eric Bledsoe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was number one, and we was number two. So I know. John, you know what I'm saying? I, I, look at my man's out there, bro. Because hey, uh, I had know. like I had. So- I ain't gonna lie, bro. A lot like when I went down to Peace Jam, bro. It's like a Nike tournament. 
and I played against John Wall, and I had one of the best tournaments of, bruh. It was crazy what I did down there. I was a top five performer. I remember when you came back, bro. I remember when you came back and I heard about it. My confidence was through the roof. Hey, my my confidence was like so, dude, I come back to the Central Tournament in the summertime, dude. I'm windmilling the games, doing back dunks, like, in the game, dude. Like, doing all this. Like, it It was was crazy, dude. You can see the difference in this game, bro. Like, I'm not even going to lie. Like, it was a difference between – it wasn't like he was trying to play within our system. It was like, this is doomed. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, this is the dude. I know he was coming back. This, and he, that was he knew that, he was that, better. That, he knew he was that, better than everybody else at this time. That should have been a deep. That should have been the way I came back and played after that. That should have been me my whole career at Central. What man? That was tough like though. Was, it's not like I was out there on the court. It's not like I was out there on the court gunning. No, never, never, never. I don't. I can make like because one thing about me, a, a, a reason why I've been recruited good, and a lot of people love me. Um, like like coaches and a lot of teams wanted me because I'm a high. I'm a good volume player. I can take 12 shots and get 20 some points. Yeah. I don't need 20 shots to, to get 20 points. I never did in my career to get you know to get 20 points. If I feel like if, with me, I guarded the best player. So if I guard a player like a dude that was one of the best players in the league. <laughs> and I guard him, and he shoot twenty shots, and do twenty points. You get patted on the back for that. Oh, that's you did your yeah. job. You contained him. You exactly. made him work hard. You, you made, made him work hard to get that twenty. You shot twenty shots to make twenty points, and each point is either worth two or three. Yep. Yeah. And free throws don't job. even count as a. And free throws don't even count as an attempt. No, nope, so, they sure don't. So yeah. You uh, you uh, had one of the most highlighted games against Indiana. Uh, Against Cody Zeller and, and Victor Oladipo, you uh go you go eight straight points during an eleven one run, um and then you get basically used as a decoy on the last a decoy as the last port and the last play and then he, they throw it into like, the he, big man. He, he ain't had to block it like that. That's my boy. Yeah. he ain't had to block my shot. Like that. <laughs> 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 hey, straight up. Hey, I was watching that. I was watching that whole last play. I'm like, dang, they they got my boy, but. You know, do your thing in the last couple, you know, last two minutes of the game and everything. But how big was that game? Because, you know, that's one of Illinois' biggest moments at the time. Man, it was huge. I mean, even though we beat them, that they was number one. Like, people don't understand. Like, Indiana been our rivals. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's being our rivals, bro. So, like, with them even being – I think the fans was more excited that we beat them than we – than us beating them because – Cause we was good that season, you know what I'm saying? We 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 was at a time we was top ten be, be, when they wasn't in top ten. Oh, for like sure. We, we won we won the whole Maui tournament. We started the whole season off like you know undefeated. Man, y'all like, started we was, off hot. We, we was. Yeah. I, we I was, remember. We beat we we won the whole Maui tournament. North Carolina was there. Um, Butler was there. They had a good team. We beat them. Marquette was there. Yeah, We were supposed to beat. We were supposed to play. We were supposed to play. Um, we were supposed to play Marquette. If we would have beat Miami, we lost to Miami in the NCAA tournament. We were supposed to play Marquette, and we already would have popped them because we just, you know, in the Maui tournament. So we had no choice but to be Elite Eight. Damn. They cheated us, though, in Miami, against Miami. Yeah, bro. This is crazy. It is, bro. They slapped the ball out of bounds. That man, that boy slapped the ball clear as day out of bounds. Right in front of the ref. They ain't called it. They ain't called it. Charles Barkley, look. Charles Barkley was saying, <laughs> he, was, he was like, Illinois, Illinois, they ain't got, no, you know how he talks. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, they ain't got no way of a chance to win this game against Miami. He's like, Kobe Bryant, 30.4. You know how, you know how Charles Barkley is. Yeah. Illinois got no chance to beat Miami. So we kind of like, you know, just like, come on, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, we just getting hyped off of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, not knowing them, man, it was, a, man, the rest was dead on their side. <laughs> that, that that game hurt it. That's that seeing 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 night hurt. You was uh you was a teammates with Myers Leonard your uh, your senior year. Nope. Uh, junior. Uh, junior. Junior. Yeah. He. How was that? How was playing with him? What what type of player was he? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> man. It was good because it was I was able to see him uh. Um, grow. You know what I'm saying? Because he was he can't he can't come on. We all from Illinois. We. We yeah, he is out of Illinois. I remember when he was you know downstate. We can't name nobody in Robinson, Illinois, besides Myers Leonard. Right. You know what I'm saying? Her. So Myers Leonard, 
you know, with him coming from a small school like that, playing against those type of players, you know what I'm saying, he grew. Um, his main thing was mentally, you know what I'm saying, and he, he grew mentally because he had a lot going on in his home as well. So, you know, he was growing mentally as a player and as a, you know, he always been a great person, the goofiest, you know, the tallest dude is always the goofiest one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So he was always goofy, had a good side. You know, his main thing was just he just had a lot of stuff going on at home, you know, and he was getting better. You know, his his brother, you know, went to the military. I mean, it was, it was a sad thing one time. We was in the gym shooting. It was me, Myers, and somebody else before a game, and his brother walked in the gym with his military outfit on. Oh, and dang. Like, that was their first time seeing each other in a while. So, you know, they lights were so, known at the crib before they both went off and stuff. So, man. you know, he got a crazy oh, background. Right. Yeah, he had a crazy background. The main thing, though, man, the GOAT. Last, yeah. last dance, I'm out there with Michael Jordan's son. That was a good experience. That was one of my favorite. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You was out there. You did get to play with Marcus. You was out there with Marcus. Jeffrey, Jeffrey. Jeffrey was there. I'm sorry. Marcus went to UCF. Yeah, I was there with Jeffrey. And, you know, Michael Jordan was at a lot of the game. Oh, for you, sure. Uh, you ever get a chance to be Mike? Yeah, I met Mike. But the, cra- oh. the crazy situation is this. We played against Minnesota. I mean, we played against Minnesota as a freshman. I'm having an off game this night. An off game. Start, uh, second half came. I hit like three threes in a row. Michael Jordan stood up like this. <laughs> what? Change your whole. You was a geek. You was a geek. I didn't see it. My, my OG name was at the game. But oh, they said. Man. He, the freshman DJ Richardson even get Michael Jordan out of his seat. Oh man, yeah, look. man, look, man, look, man, look. It's on. It's on. Michael Jordan's coming, man. Look, but I used man. to always, like I said, I always been, I always seen him though, because like in the eighth grade, Marcus Jordan's mom came in there with the um. She came in there with um with bodyguard. All of them had bodyguard. He had bodyguards at U of I. Oh, for sure, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's wild. That's different. So, talk to me about your. I, I want to know about who's probably the toughest matchup you had, AAU or college ball. Who was the toughest player you had to ball against? If you had to say, mm. AAU, college ball, it don't matter. Do we want to say who gave me the most buckets? Who was the, the toughest? Best, the toughest. Who's the best? If we're gonna say the best players, gotta be John Wall. John Wall. How was that matchup? How was that matchup though? Was he was he like that at the time? I'm gonna tell you like this. He was like that, but it's just easier to guard him in the half court. You know what I'm saying? It's not he's not one of them type of players where yeah. like he wouldn't oh, for he sure. one of them cats where yo the other team get the rebound. Look, nigga, everybody get back right now, sprint back <laughs> to the lane. He gone. Look, because for real. Yeah. For John Wall. Um a person that I, I that gave me probably not the most buckets, but was giving me buckets because he was already hot. You know how it is when you play basketball, and because uh, we had my other road dog on the team defense, it was Darius Smith. Okay, he, mm-hmm. the, he played for Chicago Marshall, and he was like, I that, remember, you know, I remember him, bro. He was a Patrick Beverly, like that. He was Every like time, that. He he was a Patrick Beverly, and he was the box one player. Every time they played like a Derrick Rose, a John Shire, he had a player in the box and one to guard him. And he had locks. Like, he had hands slapping. Like, dude, he used to have deodorant spots on top of his head. Because <laughs> when, when, when a big man on, on free throws, when a big man box out, he was like, right he would really be under their orange, bro. And he would be under their armpits and snatch it. He used to yeah. have deodorant spots under his head, on top of his head, bro. And um, oh, dog, bro. Brandon Knight. Brand, we, we playing against team breakdown. And the craziest thing yeah, about this, cool. one of my teammates from college was on there. Um, Sam McLaurin, he was on that team breakdown with them. He was on my team senior year at Illinois. Man, mm-hmm. Brandon Knight, I'm, I'm, he guarded Brandon Knight. Brandon Knight is a year younger than us. He's a year yep. younger than me and Darius Smith. And they had Kenny yeah. Boyden. Kenny Boyden, I'm like, I'm guarding him. He in our class. He one of the top players in the country. Like, he mm-hmm. was like the number two or three shooting guard in the country. And I'm like the number eight, nine shooting guard right now in the country. I'm definitely yeah. guarding him. I'm doing my thing against um, Kenny uh, Kenny Boyden. This is the second time in my life Darius Smith and AAU had to tell me, like, look, man, this guy cooking. Y'all have to get him. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, we was playing against that. And then just like he was just in, like he was in his bag. Yeah. Bro, Brandon Knight was, was like that, bro. He was the best player bro, in my class. Nah, he was nice. He was nice with it. He was disgusting never, in high school, this, bro. I never in my life been disrespected like this on the court. He's the only player in my life that I could say disrespected me on the court. 
And let me tell you how he did it. And I'm trying to tell y'all from a player that got defense. He came down the court. He came down the court, bro. Like, we in foul trouble, so I didn't want to guard him full court and get, like, a tacky foul because we in overtime. He come down the court dribbling the ball between his legs, looking up at me dead in my eyes, right? He got close enough, bro. Blew a kiss to him like this. <laughs> Hell no, oh. he never. <laughs> man, look. Never. Man, look. Like that, bro. He was man, really look. like that, bro. No, hey, he was like that. I remember. Hey, bro, man, we see like this man blew a kiss to me like that. Searcher, bro. And, bruh, and went left, like, basically saying bye-bye. I'm like, man. <laughs> Don't ever disrespect me like that. I was bro, ever, the, bro. I was through off from this man <laughs> telling me bye-bye with a kiss. Like, wow. Like, like, like come what? on, bro. Like, what he you, gotta, man? Curling that thing. You ain't never just taking it to the basket. That's bro, tough. it was some dog. It was some dogs on that circuit, bro. Y'all, y'all Illinois Stars team. Oh, hey, hey, you run that time was tough. Y'all had yeah. some dogs going around, especially if you was playing in the top tournaments, which you was. I know you already was. Mm-hmm. So like y'all been playing against then everybody. I love playing with James Kenny, bro. That was one of my favorite. You was just playing with bro. the Wolves at bro. the time. Illinois Star. And then Illinois I was Stars, Illinois Stars, bro. And then I was with the Illinois Warriors after that. Bro, James Kenny with that lefty, bro. He was so he was the best. He's one of the best shooters I've ever got to play against in my life, bro. Hands nah, he, down. Besides he, Matt, he besides smooth. Matt Roth, besides Matt Roth is James Kenny, bro. That lefty, bro. Yeah, he, he used to come fine. to Peoria and bust niggas' ass, bro. That's my boy. That's my and boy. Champagne. Him and Ravante Rice out of Champagne, bro. Shout out to both See, of them, bro. That's my yeah, homie. I, play, I played against James Kenny overseas. I played against him professionally. I played him in a uh, professional game. It's called the oh, Champions yeah. League. Yeah, because we had the the Champions League overseas. A lot of people, if you haven't heard about it, Champions League is so you got your own league inside the, the country that you're in. You got the league that's there, you know, and then uh, you have FIBA Cup. So that's like those good teams, but you know, that's like, you know, you travel to different countries to play. Then you got Champions League teams. So these teams travel and play, but they play against more competition teams. So all these teams still got money because you got to still pay for every one of your players, you know, for tri- for trips and flights and everything. Mm-hmm. So you got the cha- you got the FIBA Champions League, you got the uh, Euro Cup, and then you got the Euro League. Euro League is like most of the teams that you see on two two uh, K. Right. Those are teams with like the the fifty million dollar budget. Those are teams with the big the big 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 chicken, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but the Champions League, they start having teams now, you know, that's not in the Euro League that's competing in the Champions League. I was on that first Champions League team, and we played uh, James Kenny that first year. He was in, uh, uh, what was James Kenny at that, that year I played against him? Hungary. He was in Hungary, and I was in Belgium. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So, I mean, that league, man, like, it's a lot of good players that start going overseas. Amari Stoudemire, Norris Cole, um, Mario Chalmers. These are all dudes that yeah. play overseas. Like, yeah. you know, so... Yeah, because you play you, you play for played. about I ain't gonna try to say the names of the places you play, but you played mm-hmm. for a good seven years, you know what I'm saying? So give me one, give me one. Austria. I, uh, I got uh, all of them. You got the team Austria. The team name. The team I know one, I know the, I know how to I know how to say the one with the one co- of them. COVID, COVID. Oh, yep, that's it. You, you, <laughs> said, you, said, you said Austria, so what's the name? How you say it? That team, I can't it's even goose, it's go, it's goosey. Really? Goosey. Wow. See, I would have never even been able to get that, bro. <laughs> you done played everywhere, bro. You done played Straight Austria, up. Finland, Belgium, Germany, France. Poland, Greece, France. Bro, you done been all over the world. How was that How was that transition overseas, going from college to professional ball in another country? How was that, bro? Man, a lot of, a lot of stuff, like, a lot of stuff that happened throughout my life I always, you know, um, experienced. A lot of stuff that I experienced growing up as a kid being away, going to camps, being away from my parents, going to these AAU trips, being away from home, all this stuff, all of this stuff all prepared me for that, you know? Yeah. You know, um, moving to Vegas helped me with being away from home. Like, it's, it's not really, yep. like, it, 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 a lot of people can do that, but this is just my, my personality, too, what also brings, what makes a lot of stuff for myself easier. The inner me, you know, because a lot a lot of people know, like, I'm one of the coolest people you can meet. Um, you know, sure. I, I interact with everybody. Like, I was four years in a row, fan favorite at Illinois, booster favorite. Like, the people love me. So, bro, if I'm, you would if you would have got uh money for for uh player notoriety, you would have got buku bread back in uh college <laughs> for sure. As far <laughs> as like, you know, what I'm saying, you know, what I'm saying 
jersey sales, all that. You know what I'm saying? I've man, seen the couple real. people walking around with that Illinois one. So, you that know. Okay, great, man. But, yeah, man, just that overseas, man, just that transition. It was it, it, it was thanks to from my past, my past to help everything easier. Um, but then you also have, like, other American players on the team, too. Like, they can be older. They can kind of teach you the ropes and what's going on. You might have somebody that's kind of around your age. And, you know, they basically going to just kind of like, y'all doing it together. Like, we out here. Like, we got practice. So we had, like, the first practice. Um, after the first practice, we'll come home and chill. Then um, eat, go to our second practice. And then after that, we just chilling. Because, like, we tired and got to do the same thing the next day. So yeah. we go to restaurants and go to stores and stuff to eat. You know, in the small, like, you got people that speak English. You got, but in the smaller cities, it's harder to find people to speak English. But they still speak it. Because I, I, this this is how I had to describe stuff to people. Like, you have all all of these countries over there that that touch France, Germany. You got Belgium. You got mm. the Netherlands. You yeah. have you know these is like Spain. These are like five or six, seven different, eight, twenty languages all right here. All right, these, yeah, that's what different. Language are, what language? What language we gonna speak? What language we gonna speak? We got <laughs> a, a Italian dude in the room, a German person in the room, a French, a Spanish. What are we gonna speak? Gotta be yeah. English. So, yeah. but it's just like us. I mean, we went to school and I learned Spanish. I don't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, so I can't be mad at the older people over there that did high school and learned English and they don't know it now, but they yeah. used to know it. So, you know, because some of them never gonna meet an American or, or expect to have them come over there and like just imagine how many times have you just ran to, to somebody to speak Polish or they came up to you speaking, you know, a whole different language. Like, you, yeah, hey, so, you know they love you. They you know they be at your games and they support you. But I'm like, I can't understand you, bro. But I appreciate <laughs> you. I know you congratulate me yeah, some kind yeah. of way. Hey, everybody understand the clap. Everybody understand and clapping. So that's that's, that's universal. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have had I'd have had so many problems ordering food, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. man look, you gotta oh, have man. a good pointing finger. That one. <laughs> yeah, you, this right here. Right that's here. the number. Here. I'll be your eyes right here. <laughs> Dude, going have to go on your phone and really go to trans, Google Translate or the translating app. For real though, the, for real, imagine. is this mayonnaise? I don't know what this is. You gotta really <laughs> take like, what is stuff. this, bro? Like, what is this? Like, I don't know what this uh -huh. is. Like, there's different words on there. Like, they had some store that had American inspection though. They had like places that had um a whole wall of just American stuff, just like. You know, sodas and you no know, candies yeah. and like you no, know, they have like a Mexican area. Like they have all type of stuff where you can get like some of your American type of foods and stuff, like the Pepsi's and like the stuff with the name. But they sprite and stuff different out there, bro. They ain't that much sugar, and you can't get no refills in restaurants. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, they out there big. They be straight with. That's how they be making money a, over there. Damn. Yeah. They everything. You ain't gonna get two sodas on the house. Look, uh -uh, you paying for that second one, cuz you paying for every one after the first one. Right <laughs> Go uh, for real, dude. You talking about the water? The uh. water they'll bring like a water bottle to the table. Yeah, you want another one? That's the dude, you yeah, you pay. know what it is. Yeah, what you yeah. just paid, you know what it is, bro. You got a bathroom, some places you gotta pay to go to the bathroom. Still, oh, oh. yeah, Italy was like that. We had you had to go to, you had to go to the bathroom on the highway or anything. You got to pay restaurants. Uh -huh. Yeah, so, man, that's, that's we, a lot of different so, stuff. So we the show. We start to get into 2014. What uh, you get? You had your injury in 2014, and then you have your comeback season 2015. Talk to me about that. What I do in 2014? Oh, you got hurt. You got hurt, and then you had your comeback season the next year. What was that? I was in um, my first, about 2014 year, I was in Finland, right? Yep, you were in Finland. And uh, the guard DJ Richardson has been working out this week with his old team. Richardson is rehabbing from a recent ankle injury. So yeah, I, I didn't get hurt. Mm -hmm. I, got in a, I got in a situation out there with a the coach, bro. It, it was, man, look. Really? It got, it got bad. Really? This man, this man was in practice trying to teach us how to hurt players and all type of stuff. So you and had I, to get a butter. And, 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 and I oh, didn't man. and I and I didn't really find it funny or amusing because the same way he was trying to, you know, showing us how to hurt players, um, is the same way I got injured. And that's the same way Kobe got injured by coming down on somebody's foot. So that stuff Ooh. not like you know, he was teaching us I like knew. 
the turn is like when somebody shoot, turn around like you boxing out, but like kind of put your back foot back. Like, yeah. bro, I'm like, bro, I'm not finna get to be like, bro. A dude was really. That's not how you play the game. Stuff. Like, it just wasn't like, bro. It was just wasn't professional, bro. Like, and then I, when I left the team, I came back to Peoria, um, and and in like January, mm-hmm. and that's when the coach from out there. By the time I came back, like the middle, beginning of, it was exactly the beginning of January, um. Maybe before even the eighth, it was like the, around the eighth or something like that. And you know, a coach from Covo, that's when he hit me and said, "Look, mm-hmm. I want you to come back. You know, I want you, I want you to come to the team, but I want to bring you this year to be our like our third import. But my main reason is I want you for next season. You know, I wasn't hurt or nothing like that. It was just okay. I got in a situation with the coach and all the whole league knew what was going on and they understood because they brought me right back to Finland that same season, yeah, a different team, Kovo. So I did finish that's- the season with Covo that year. Um, but you know, I had one of my one of my favorite games with them, which was crazy with Kovo, dude. Like, I think I had a game I scored um twenty four points in eleven minutes. Dang, fuck <laughs> yeah! It was my first game too, cause the coach told me this. This is the coach told me. He said, "I'm not that type of coach, and I trust him. I love the coach still to this day, cause that's still one of my favorite coaches that that coached me in the sense of his offense, dude. His offense was a three point shooting offense." Mm. And uh, th- this coach, bro, he was just, dude, he was just so, he was so good at, you know, being able to get his players open threes. Mm. It was a three-point shooting team. Like he, he did a great job of, uh, you know, you know, keeping our team, uh, you know, recruiting the right players and, and, and having the team together. Dude, I remember he was like, I would never throw my players out there in the fire and just throw them out there on the court and say, you know, you know, he he'll bring you there, let you practice, let you get get your body, learn the offense and stuff. But one of our players had came back from overseas, from 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 the United States, and came back with bronchitis. Dang. He was like, DJ, I know I promise you, but you gotta play. Damn. <laughs> I wasn't in like I would look like I said. I got that extra drive. I got that extra like that. Yeah, that extra, extra gear, dude. I was in that joint tired. I was in that game <laughs> dead, still just going crazy, getting buckets, dude. It was crazy. That, uh, I think at the end of the game, I tried to do like a 360 dunk. I missed it. <laughs> you got hung up with that? No, no, no. Hit the, hit the back. No, no, no. Look, look. Oh, that's man. one thing. Look. I hit the back of the rim. You not. Look. I got hung one hung. time in the game. <laughs> and I was in college. I tried to. I got a grill stuck. I just tried to dunk on somebody. I think it was like uh, Iowa. Ooh. I got stuck on the rim. Mm. But it was like. I think it was this um, dude that's in the NBA. His name. Uh, his name Moore. Uh, each one, each one more, each one more, each one yeah. more. Yeah, that's how I dunk on him. Yeah, stuff by the rim. So then we we go there, and then we go to your best season as your as a pro. You win MVP, and y'all win the finished championship. Talk to me yeah. about that. How was that winning that MVP over there in the Jan championship and the ring, boy? What? Man. It, was, it was lit. Yeah, it was lit. <laughs> it's, it's because okay, it's like okay. For instance, it's like. It, it was easier for me because I already knew what to expect. You know what I'm saying? Like, even though, like, the work I put in that summer it was probably the most work I put in in, like, a lot of any of my summers, in, you know, playing professional basketball. Yeah. yeah. Um, Man, in this summer, dude, it was just like, dude, I was just grinding so hard, and I already knew what to expect because I played with this team, like, the last, like, two and a half months, three months of the season because he had just brought me back. So, because... Normally, when I finish the season, another I'll be have to like like we just talked about. I have to learn a whole new culture. I go to a whole new, you know, city. Yeah. You know, I go to a whole new. I don't, you know, everything is different. The whole environment. So I gotta start from basically ground zero again. So Finland, with me being there for two seasons, I kind of already, I was already hip to what was going, what was going on. Right. I was hip to the the style of the league play. I was hip to how my coach coach. I was hip to like a lot of my teammates that was there that that came back. Um, so a lot of the stuff that, 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 that came to that next season, I was already kind of prepared for it. And I had that mindset that I was what I came back and what I was going to do to get a championship. Um, but yeah, man, that's, that's that, but that's just, man, it was just, you know, I put in a lot of work. Um, the coach, like I said, the coach did a great job with the offense. Like, you know, put me, um, Thanks to D Brown, me and D Brown used to do like this workout together. It was called um, it was called optional, so it's mm-hmm. like 
I'll start at the three-point line. He'll throw me the ball. Well, we th- like we'll go back and forth, of course. Yeah. It's a drill. So he'll throw me the ball and he'll either close out short. He'll either run me off to my right hand, my left hand, or come up close. So it's like you, you got to play, play off quick. instinct. You got off a quick instinct. Mm-hmm. Gotta yeah. go. Quick instinct. So part of this offense is like when you break your man down, you got players running at you. And I've been already used to people running at me, trying to run me straight off the three-point line in college. Yeah. So, you know, with me getting overseas, this is when I got back to DJ Richardson. That was high school DJ Richardson. Mm. That's where I feel like I was like that that year and won a championship because that was the DJ Richardson everybody knew of high school playing-wise. Like the college, and I was playing really playing my role there. I wasn't slashing, dunking sure. on people. You know what I'm saying? But when I got back overseas, that's when I came back to DJ Richardson. That's when I found my senses and was able to find my game back when I got to uh, playing overseas. Definitely. So, that so, season right there. But after that, man, that Belgium season, that was like – that was a, that was a big season too. I shot like the next season after that, I shot like 40, 40 – 40, 46, I think, 46% from the three. Yeah, in the Champions League, so yeah, I was shooting guns. I was shooting six for twelve from three. I was shooting, um, green light, man. Yeah, I had to. (laughs) Green and everything. When those like when those playoff games and stuff come, bro, it's just like, dude, they know you know. Since those games, you know, you can't get those back. You can play a team. I mean, even every game is important, but you know, it's getting. Is getting motivated for those mm-hmm. games overseas tougher than getting motivated for games here? Nah, it's easier. It's it's easier to get uh, motivated for games and uh, it's easier. It's easier overseas. Easier overseas. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because the reason why I say that is because of this. Because when you're here playing and you go to college, you got to go to before the whole day. You know, you don't have shoot around, but you got you got you got, you got class. Right, you know what I'm saying. You got class. You got to you got to walk around. You just always, of course, you got to take care of your image, and you know that's something that you can't just be out here just like a clown. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. That's always sure. going. That's you know that's 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 on point. Of it. Be on point. You know preparation. You know um, when you overseas, dude, like you just go to your shooting shooting in the morning. And the rest of the day, you just chill until you go back. You ain't got nothing sure. else to worry about. All you is you, is a hooper. Exactly. You your base basically is. In college, it's like it's more like you on a set schedule of how they want you to like you got your class, you gotta come here at this certain time, you gotta eat at this certain time, you gotta do this at this certain time. Structure. We got, we got we got we got we got team chapel that we had to go to before games. We had to do um eat at certain times. Like but overseas you would you eat when you want. You, you, it's your own meal, you know. What I'm yeah, like, you're professional, you, you know. Life. It's your job, it's your job exactly. at the same time. It's your it's job, your job now. it's just like you, 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 in a position now to like you take care of your own body. Like, they, they basically in college, they manage everything for you, and then it's just like when you become a professional, like you manage, it's like you manage your own time, right? How was, you, how was that transition being from a, a, a college with a structure to this is on you? How did you deal with that? Like, was it an easy transition straight into, yeah, into that? Yeah, it's straight back to my childhood. I sure. All of that all kind of, like, resolved around the same thing because, like, a lot of that stuff that I had to deal with, being being alone and, you know, living by myself, all that stuff kind of all yeah. back into the same thing because, you know, I was um, by myself, bro, like, doing a lot of, like, traveling and stuff like that without my family and friends. Right. We and we're gonna start wrapping up. Uh I got I got one last question. Uh what's your favorite all time if you gotta pick one shoe to hoop in, what what shoes are you picking? What's your favorite all time shoe to hoop in? Dang it, I ain't never been asked that one. You gotta pick one to play a whole season in. What what you what you playing what you playing in? Oh, come on. He got game. Come on. 13. Oh, the 13. Yeah, hey. Yeah. I promise. That's what I'm hooping in. I'm hooping yeah, in. I go crazy, I'm hooping in the 13. Enough. I don't really? know if he got to pick the bread joints, but it got to be the 13. Too. I like the Jordan 10s. I'm not yeah, big like, on the 10s, but I feel not, not, like 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 to, in today's uh, basketball, bro, I didn't play in Jordan for a long time. And it's almost the point they start breaking. be at some Jordans or something. Yeah. They start breaking, bro. The only the, the the only shoes that I had of Jordans that really wasn't tearing up or breaking the sole 
was an eight, but they was heavy with the uh, the Bugs Bunny. Them things the heavy, yeah. They them was things heavy. heavy. And um, the tens, the tens was light. They they like I just feel like the tens was like the good ankle support. They good good shoes. Like they ain't too low. They ain't flat. Like I feel like yeah. those is like. But the thirteens, they're my joint. I like the thirteen. I had the black and red ones too. I hope you know. So I just say I can't say I just say the thirteens because the black and red ones was my shoe. And um in the in the in the he got games is my my shoe too. All right, all right. So for so for me, my last thing I'm gonna ask, what you what's DJ do doing now? I know you you you, you in your music and uh and shout out to you because your your shit is dope, by the well, way. Just drop an EP. How, how, so, yeah, I know you just dropped something. So talk to me about that. How's that been going with you? Oh, the music been great, you know. Um uh, before I get into the music, but what I've been doing, you know, during this time, you know, after basketball, since I took this whole year off, I'm glad I did because I was mm. doing the stuff going on. Um sure. No, I was train I train a lot of kids. Like I don't do a lot of stuff for, you know, I don't put a lot of stuff that I do. I don't have to put a lot of stuff I do on social media. Right. So, you know, cause I, a lot of stuff ain't I like to keep my private life because everything I do like in college is always been public. If I can't even walk. You got that check by your name. Yeah, for real. <laughs> it's different, bro. It's different. I used to be walking down college. I used to be in college. I used to be walking. My phone would go off it'd be my Twitter. Uh, I just walked past DJ Richardson on campus. I'm literally <laughs> like, it's thousands of students out here walking. I don't yeah. know who to text me. So tweeted me. So but yeah, man. But I just been training. I've been training kids right. though. That's what I've been doing. But but I can't right now because of the sport team stuff going on. Sure. Uh, um, but they, they just had to. Um, I had kids from uh, Pekin, Ken, Brantfield. Had some yeah. kids right. from uh, some, of course Peoria, um, Tremont. Y'all gonna have to help me with some of these names. They, hey, they, yeah, they, they, bro, they're all Peoria area. Yeah, Peoria area. So Peoria and the Tri County. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Facts, but but leading that on, like with the music thing, man. Like I always loved music. You know, I always had an ear for music. Uh, I really ain't started taking it serious until that that season, my championship season in um, in Finland. That's when I started yeah. investing into like a microphone, um, my laptop. So, like, because, like I was just saying, like, when you play a professional, you got two practices. You know what I'm saying? You got a lot besides, of time. You got a lot of time. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got so much time on my hands. Like, I was able to sit back and think of Wolf, put everything together right out of the uh, business plan. I was yep. able to sit back and think about, uh, you know, how, how everything was going to work. So, mm. just, bro, I just started getting better. You know, I started uh, talking to my boy, Montana 300. He, 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 um, he showed me a lot because when I was in college, he was coming down there a lot to visit. You know, he was coming yeah. down there, came to a lot of games and, you know, just seeing how, you know, just learning from guys like that. I learned from I learned I learned a lot from Tony um, and I learned a lot from just my own personal experience just from basketball. And I, like I said, I had my mic at home, so I was able to critique and keep trying to master really? my craft. And I'm There's still no building to master my craft now. Like. I feel like I came along with every song I make right now is getting better and better. It's just like with basketball. Every time I played basketball yep. when I was a kid, you know, I was getting better and better. And it's like right now with music, like I, I really feel like sometime soon I'm going to get a hit. And I, I, I'm possibly going to sign a label with a label soon. Yeah, we already know you're getting them talks. So, you yeah, know, right, it's just right. a matter of sorting through and, and popping on that, that one hit, you know, to just make you go global with it. Mm-hmm. See, I'm just trying to do it. I'm See, see I'm just trying to, um, I'm going to just really just, they, you know, they had they have all the, the some good A&Rs and stuff. I already have all my stuff verified, my name and stuff verified for my music. Yeah. Um, It's all on Apple Music. You can even go, you can go on Facebook and uh, Instagram and take a picture and type in King Rich, a.k.a. Japan, and you can find my songs on there. So that's a blessing, Yeah, it's too. all going to be putting on the screen here and everything. So, man, yeah, it's all going to be on the screen it. for sure. Appreciate it. Yeah, but, man, I love music, man. Up. Music is fun. It's re- it's a lot of fun, man. It, it, and then, like I was saying, what people wouldn't really understand this because when you play basketball and you're, a, and you're a musician, like, your positions are totally different. You know, when you're a basketball mm-hmm. player, I would just start coming out with social media, start busting and start, you know, yeah. getting to how I was. So. Um, what I was saying, so Twitter and stuff, we, as a basketball player, we handle our stuff differently on social media. You don't see us out there, F this, F them, middle finger. Yeah, yeah, you got to move different. You got to move move totally different. But as an artist, 
as an artist, people saying that they, they love them that. for saying that. They you know, but that. as a basketball player, you you have a lot of kids that look up to you and just look at you as a different type of you know. But as a so rapper, it's a different role you know, model. It's a different, a different type role of model. model. You know, yeah. as a basketball player, these kids might not think cursing cool, but as a rapper, yeah, man, you just said. Yeah. That's his mother, you know. Right, right, right. <laughs> hey, you know, you already know. <laughs> some kids will love it, so it's just like you know. So it's a whole different way of handling your stuff on on a, on a whole um, social media image, and that's one thing I'm working on now. Moving yeah, over, I ain't from, think about that. That's different, bro. For real, you know. That's yeah. one thing I'm yeah. working on, you know, because I'll be still like. I'm grown. I'm like, should I curse on my social media or my mom gonna watch it? <laughs> you never know who's watching. You don't know who's watching. And, that's the biggest, and we was taught that mom's as a young man. Like, you don't know my social media today. My mom watching. <laughs> <laughs> hey, grandma, turn your turn your turn your Facebook off today. Man. I got something I gotta say. Real. Well, man, yeah, we gonna, uh, I guess, yeah, we gonna wrap it up with that one for sure, man. This was episode nine. We had DJ here with us, man. Uh, you know, he had his new EP drop. You know, we gonna put all that in the links in the below. Uh, we gonna try to put your songs in if if uh, copyrights allow us. Um, yeah, y'all rights allow us. We gonna try to put we gonna try to put the songs in the uh, in right the video. Here. Yeah, That's so it. if it copyrights allow, so yeah, you know, you verified. You know, you verified. So you already but, know, bro. Uh, man, it's been it's been great, man. Y'all y'all got any last words? Man, I appreciate you, bro, man. Uh, yeah, I've real. always told I've always told people you've been besides being one of the most talented teammates I've ever played next to. You've been one of the best teammates. You were always about the team first. You know, we, I got to play with you for two years in high school. I even got to play with you in the summertime. We were different ages, but I got to see you actually put the work in. So I just wanted to salute you and let you know that, bro. Like you're one of the mm-hmm. all-time greats from our city, man. You, hey, you come from lineage. Before DJ went to school, he had a party at his crib. I got my first dance down in his basement. <laughs> Go crazy! Hey, I'm a shorty, bro. I walk over with uh, my, I walk over with AJ. We walk over to DJ crib. He like, he like, yeah, bro. DJ finna go to school. Shit, we about to go to this little party. So he chaperoning. So we in the basement. We. I get my first dance down there. I'm, I'm feeling like the man, so I'm like, yeah. you better look. You better go find some space on that wall down there. Hey, bro. I'm going straight to the wall. You ain't gotta ask me. I'm going. I'm going straight to the wall. I ain't even in the middle. Good times, man. Those were good times, man. They really were. But man, we appreciate you, bro. We gonna wrap it up, man. Let you get back to what you do, uh, man. Till next time, man. Everybody, keep that mom mentality. We out. I love.